it makes me, it, I was a little bummed when like I realized that I had this gift the whole time. So that would be like the only negative thing is I realized that like what you, you don't know what you don't know. But at the same time, now that I know, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so grateful that I have this ability, that I have this gift, that not only can I communicate with my spirit guides and my family members who have crossed over, um, but I can also, if I choose to share that gift with other people. And I can tell you firsthand, like with the work, like I've done sessions with you um, for mediumship and have, you know, done family member sessions with you as well. Um, having that, that confirmation, having that comfort of knowing that your loved one is on the other side and is safe and is still in your life supporting you is a gift, I think more powerful than nearly anything that we could ever create. Because I really believe that our, the power of our relationships determines the power of our life. Hello, and welcome to Your Lovely Intuition Podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, intuitive medium and spiritual mentor. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with me today as I take you on the journey of understanding and connecting with your intuition, your soul, the voice within, and the guiding forces in life like the universe who is always co-conspiring in your greatest favor. My mission is to give you deeper clarity, understanding, and self-assurance of who you are, why you're here, and what you're meant to be. Take a deep breath in, release, and let's dive into all things intuition now. of your lovely intuition podcast I am so grateful to have you here today you may hear uh, Clara in the background <laughs> for this introduction hashtag mom life gotta make it work when you can and that is a beautiful understanding of what you're gonna get within this episode me and a special guest Carissa Johnson are gonna be chatting about all things creating alignment in your life that is tailored and makes the most sense to you now, Carissa is the founder and CEO of Design Your Freedom Incorporation. She is an international business coach for female entrepreneurs, transformation expert, podcaster, and speaker with a master's degree in psychology with over four years experience in the field of personal development. After navigating her own self-development journey and working as a therapeutic life coach, she decided it was time to launch her own coaching business. And within 18 months, she built up a quarter million dollars cash business. Carissa combines insight from hitting her own low points and skills as a coach to help her clients create mental and financial freedom. So the beauty with Carissa is that she has now all these different elements that she brings to the table with helping her clients in true transformation that it made absolutely the most sense <laughs> to bring her here to chat with all of you today. So if you are aware, this is also the last week for you to enroll in Spirit University and how her 
coming on here and us chatting about alignment is relevant to Spirit University is that we all have this ability to connect with energy. We all truly do. Now, some of us will go to learn to do it for our own purposes, whether it's incorporating it into another business, especially with clients, whether it's just for learning and understanding with ourselves. But with Spirit University, not only does it teach you to understand and cultivate and curate your messages, tailoring them to the, your clients the way that makes the most sense to you. So not the way that I would do it, but we're going to navigate and discover the way that fits best for you with your language and your voice and your understanding and connection. But I'm also going to teach you how to build your own business surrounding that. So not only do you get to do this from a place of passion and purpose and fulfillment, but you also get to learn how to create a monetary income stream for yourself that could eventually, if you turn this into an even bigger project and passion for yourself, replace and eventually go on to be a much bigger entity in your life in all the positive senses that it can possibly be. I'm so proud. <laughs> We're almost there, guys. I'm so proud to be able to say that I have been able to create a multi-five-figure business and this year on the projection to six figures. And not that it's by any means um, just a projection. With the numbers that have already been pulling in, it is absolutely tangible. And I want to be able to help you create that for you. So let's dive into all things alignment. We're going to go take care of Clara and enjoy. Carissa, thank you so much for joining us today. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I think it's so cool how you and I really, even though we do totally two different things, that our message and what we hope to bring into this world is very much aligned and very similar. So that's so neat to see and be a part of. So thank you so much for having me. Yay. Um, so first and foremost, Chris, I'd love for you to take a few minutes to introduce yourself. Just let them know who you are and a little bit more about what you do. And, and yeah. Yeah, of course. So as you said, I'm a business coach, transformational expert. I also do some speaking and have kind of coined myself a coaching skill master because I've been doing coaching and counseling for over six years now. And the reason I really got into this field and this space is because at the age of six years old, I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression. And I did a podcast earlier today and I'm thinking like, wow, to be at the age of six years old to have that diagnosis, like how is that even like a thing? You know, so as I evolved and became a young woman, I started to really experiment and dabble in unhealthy behaviors and also in drugs and alcohol to be able to numb the pain of dealing with mental health and also just trying to figure out my space in the world. So over many years, I um, just did a lot of self-discovery and experimenting and had been on medication and off medication to really figure out um, how to navigate and manage my feelings. And so it wasn't until later in my uh, adulthood that I was able to find mentorship through a teacher, which ultimately led me to um, be really inspired to want to mentor and support other people with managing their emotions and suffering. And so um, I ended up getting a master's degree in clinical psychology. I'm really proud to say I'm a first generation college student and first generation master's degree student in my family, which is like Yay. really exciting for me because down the road, thank you, down the road I was going, I was headed toward dropping out of school. I mean, I was expelled at the age of you know 12 from junior high. And so the path that I was going down is just so different from where I'm at today. Um, and that's really exciting. And that's why I want to like live and be an example of what's possible for women. So. Um, I got a 
license in counseling. I did some mental health therapy for a bit. Um, I coached some really high level individuals with stress management, anxiety reduction, started my, I started a life coaching business like right out of grad school and then fell on my face, like did not take care of myself and learned from that experience, went into corporate coaching and then relaunched my business in 2018. And it's really grown and developed. There's been many iterations of what I do and what I offer from life coaching to career relationships, mindset for business owners. And now I feel like I'm in more of alignment than I've ever been, which is my whole brand is about designing your freedom and that being helping women create financial freedom through their business without sacrificing their mental freedom to get it. So that means that you have a mental health issue or you're a hustler and very ambitious like I am and trying to navigate um, balancing and taking care of yourself. Um, so it's, it's mental freedom and financial freedom with also this really beautiful wellness piece of being able to be grounded, being spiritual, having faith and connection. And so, um, yeah, that's a little about me and what I do and how my journey has evolved over the past 30 years. Wow. That is so incredible. Um, first off, amazing that you are a first uh, generation of graduates within your family because truly that also just sets within the standards exactly what you are trying to do by being that example, not only to others in the world, but then to yourself and then to your family, your healing lineage lines within your life because of what you are creating. So um, there's a big, what's um, what I want to say? Um, like, I just want to commend you for that because that's something that not everyone is willing to do and not even that they're not willing to do it, but they don't understand how to do it. And there's so much information in the world now at the tips of our fingers at any given moment in time that it can be very overwhelming. And I feel like for you with the, with wanting to help people, um, not only be able to sustain and to understand themselves, but also to design and create that freedom that having a program that really teaches people how to navigate their circumstances versus, you know, Jenny's number one coaching practice and you know not to knock people who have that but there's so much more to be said about teaching people how to navigate their own life from all those aspects mm. the mentality the physical and then their direction versus just like following along what jenny did in her practice to get to where she is today so that's amazing and i'm so grateful to have you here <laughs> yeah thank you for saying that that's why the whole brand is about designing your freedom because it's ultimately up to you. What success means to me is different from what success means to someone else. And so ultimately my way is not the only way. Like don't take what I say as Bible. Don't like trust your intuition. That's why I love what you do is because you're able to help people really infuse and pay attention to what's important and valuable to them versus being like, it has to be a certain way. And I went through that journey in my business where I was doing what I thought I should be doing or creating and offering programs that I thought I had to, which I was so out of alignment with. And that's why I said, you know, my evolution has brought me to a place where I finally feel like this is my thing. This is my jam. This is in full alignment for me. And that's why I feel so creative and I feel so powerful and things are coming so much easier because it's my way. And that's when we're in our power is when it is our way. So it's been a beautiful journey, but also a very challenging one. And I think it's made me appreciate it's made me appreciate who I am so much more because I've seen what it's like to not be in an alignment and to not be trusting myself and even the pain and frustration of things not working because of that. So now it feels really good and powerful and I'm excited to, to touch on and talk about some of that stuff. I love that. And for you, how, I mean, 
aside from like very important, but what was the biggest takeaways from you in having been able to go through those trials and those tribulations and falling on your face and getting back up and re-navigating and relearning? Like how, how has that helped your growth exponentially now where you sit um, versus kind of when you're in it, it's hard to see what you're going through to get to this point that you now are in within alignment. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think what you're saying is like, is like, how did I get here? Like, I think how I want to answer that is, and maybe you can help me clarify if like, this is the answer you're looking for. But ultimately I feel like what's led me to this moment, I wouldn't be the same person I am now if I didn't have all those experiences where I didn't know what alignment was. Like, I think that it's, you know, the, the old saying of, um, you have to sometimes go through those difficult things in order to appreciate what it is like to have the thing. So for me, it's like, and you don't know what you, who you are and what you want until you, if you, until you know what you don't want. And I think over time, I just really had to continue to learn. Is that, is this what I want? Is this what I want to teach? Is this what I want to talk about? And you don't really, when you're in it, it's hard to see that. It's hard to know, like, is this in alignment? You don't know. And sometimes you have, it takes going through it and being in the thick of it to be able to look back on it and say, that actually wasn't me. Because in the moment you feel like it is you. Like, it's like kind of like sometimes a toxic relationship where you can't recognize it while you're in it. But then when you get on the other side of it, you're like, who was that person? You know, like, what was I doing? You know, and you can see that perspective. However, the person, I can't love the person I am now and hate the process that got me here. So I have to, I look at all of those iterations of who I was and how I became, how I came to this moment, whether that be like with drugs and alcohol or doing things out of alignment, unhealthy relationships, um, doing things out of integrity or whatever. I can't love who I am while also hating all of that. So the beautiful part about getting to the space is just that I kept going and I kept knowing that every day, every month, every year, every offer, every thought was leading me closer to who I am. And I don't ever think that we fully like, I know we get really comfortable with who we are and confident. And I think that we ultimately do get to reach that. But in terms of like full enlightenment of being like full acceptance of who we are and that deep knowingness of who we are, I think that's like, it's like sometimes can be like a moving target. You know, like, cause once I feel good, then there's like these other parts that I get to work on about myself that I get to strengthen that area. So, um, for me, it was just more along lines of like loving the journey and the process to get where I am today, knowing that I get to be a work in progress. And that's the beautiful part of life. And then also just never stopping. If something was not feeling right, questioning that and challenging that and willing, being willing to look deeper, always knowing that sometimes our automatic thought is not the correct one, right? Like our intuition, we want to trust our intuition, but like you and I were kind of talking about earlier, not everybody has the strongest, not everybody's gift is strong. It's like strong in their intuition. You know what I mean? Like everybody has a different gift. So for me, it was trusting that every time I questioned something, I either got confirmation that that was right, or I was redirected somewhere else. And it's just knowing that that's going to continue to evolve over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that absolutely answered exactly what I was looking for. Um, And I love how you say that because that's exactly what it's about. It's about trusting that even in the worst of circumstances or traumas or trials or tribulations, that it's not to say that it doesn't suck going through it. And it's not to say that, you know, you're sitting in it like, 
oh yeah, like the other side, this is like a walk in the park kind of thing. Like you're going to go through that. You're probably going to hate it. It's probably going to be difficult, but even just having a glimpse of trust that, you know, one day this is, I'm going to be over this one day. There's a hurdle that I'm going to no longer have to climb over. And the way that you have gone through that experience in your 30 years and now where you stand feeling in alignment, feeling in integrity, having the sense of purpose and fulfillment of what you get to share with other people is so beautiful because I'm sure going through that, it wasn't easy. But now you get to, like you said, love that side of you. You get to create acceptance. You get to have forgiveness. You get to, you know, help and heal and heal those moving targets as you as you move along within your growth. Um, and you get to continue to just like grow and expand without having to carry all the baggage of the things that now you're looking back to say love and forgive and to accept from a position where you're not moving forward but also not accepting, loving, and forgiving the things from the past too. So it's like your backpack is a lot lighter. You're not carrying that with you. And a lot of that coming through your willingness to learn and to adapt and to forgive and to love and to grow and all these things. So that's, that's really commendable. That's incredible. Um, And I love your story because it's so powerful. You went from a position of, um, I don't even want to say like weakness because it's not that you were weak. It's just that you were misguided and you were misdirected and you didn't, you just didn't know. Right. And now you're in a position where you are in your power and you are in your strength and you get to, um, to see what would look like weakness to other people. So anyone who may be going through, um, drugs or alcohol or abuse or things like that, it's not that you're weak. You're just misguided and misdirected. And there is an opportunity on the other side for you, whether it's healing whether it's self-acceptance, whether it's a better partnership, whether it's sobriety, right? So, so powerful, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I really feel like there's nothing that you can't come back from. And that's been like my motto of all of life. No matter how hard you fall down, there really is nothing that can truly break you unless you let it. So I just kept reminding myself of that, knowing that everything that I was going through was shaping me to be the person that I've asked to be. And so I know that if I go through pain and suffering, that it's helping me be that much more powerful of a leader, of a coach, of a mentor, of a sister, of a just person in life. And so a lot of times what gets me through the most painful moments is knowing that, because I'm an Enneagram two wing three, like I'm a helper. So I focus a lot of what I do in this earth to help other people. So I knew that whatever I'm going through is not going to go without a purpose. And that has really helped me stay grounded in the stages that I was in, knowing that there would be another side. And then I wouldn't, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't happen in vain. Like there would be some sort of purpose that I would be able to utilize with that. Yeah. I love that. And that's so perfect for me when I was going through everything with Bill and my son and the, the grieving and the years of everything that happened, my motto was that everything happens for a reason. So that I knew that one day there would be another side, even though I couldn't feel it in the moment. I knew like the day is going to continue, the year is going to move, right? Um, and I knew that this would become something. And I didn't have to understand it in the moment. I didn't have to know what that meant. I just had to believe that this was for a bigger reason. And then once I got there, that I'd be willing to understand and decipher and figure it out. So um, life definitely shapes you into where you're supposed to be, even if you can't see it in the moment, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we can really only see it looking backwards. Like that's the only way we can really piece together the dots. And I made a post about this yesterday, something that just came to me quickly and intuitively. It was like, you sometimes the the gift that you're asking for isn't wrapped in the package that we think 
right? And so it may not come as quick as Amazon Prime or it may not be in the package that you thought it would be in, but that gift is still there. That message, that opportunity, that blessing that you've been asking for is coming your way and it will be in your life, but it may not look like what you imagined it to be. So there's a, a big acceptance piece there. There's a let going of expectations um, and it just holding faith that you're being shaped exactly into who you're meant to be. And so honoring that process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so for you, as you were going through and as you continue to grow through your growth and your spiritual development, and your personal development, all the things, um, when you're looking for a program and where you're seeking a program or a mentor or a coach to help you to move through what you're going through, what is the, one of the number one foundational things that you really look for in their practices and their teachings? It's funny because I don't like to be told what to do. I really do not. I'm fiery. Like my, I remember my mom saying, she's like, when I, when you were a kid, you would walk on the side of the street and I'd be like, Carissa, don't walk on that. And I would look at her with this like yeah. silly face, like watch me do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, I just, I don't really like being told what to do. And so when I'm looking for a mentor, I don't, I personally don't appreciate when they're like, you need to do this, or this is how it has to be done or whatever. I love mentors that challenge me to go deeper within myself because ultimately I truly do believe my fundamental philosophical belief about mentorship is that the answers are within you. We, it's sometimes bringing it into our awareness or looking at things from a different vantage point. So I look for people who are in the industry who are doing it their way, who are not creating mini me's of themselves who are really allowing people to show up and share and express themselves in their way because I don't believe there is one way to do it. And I wouldn't, even if there was one way to do it because I'm rebellious like that, I wouldn't even do it that way because it would just piss me off that I had to do it that way. <laughs> but like, even when it comes to recipes, like I'm always like, Oh, I'll just put a dash of this in there. Like I am just, <laughs> oh my God. I'm totally the person who is just like breaking all the rules. And I, that's what I am. I'm a rule breaker. I don't follow the rules. I don't really care about the rules. I want to do things my way. I want it to feel like it's the thing that that's what helps me take pride in what I do is because I know that I created, I didn't follow somebody's five-step plan blueprint of this is how it has to be done. Sure. That's what mentorship is, is guidance and helping you like lay that foundation. But for me in mentorship, I really look for somebody who's going to teach me to trust myself, teach me to show up authentically in who I am, not make me feel like I have to be a version of them in order to be successful, because that was a really big fear of mine, my entire life is that in order to be successful, I had to look like this. I had to talk like this. I had to share like this. And so that's why when I like quit my corporate job, I dyed my hair blue. I pierced my nose again because I was like, Oh my God, I can express myself. So for me, when I'm in the fullest expression of myself in every area, that's when I feel successful. And I want a coach who's going to honor that and bring out more of that in me. I freaking love all of that because I am the same way. You, Phil gets so like ramped up with me because he called, like when I cook, he says, oh, she's cooking her weird stuff because <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> let's try this instead of this. And like, just so you all know, side tip, like protein powder is not a substitute for flour. <laughs> <laughs> I've made that mistake so many times. 
and I felt like, you know, there has, like, it's going to work at some point. Right. But it's like, that's so true because I am the exact same way. If someone told me not to do something, you could guarantee I was about to go and do it. Like whether it was going to hurt me or not, I didn't care. You told me no. I'm like, no, that's definitely a yes now. So yeah. I, I love that because in anyone who's seeking any form of development, whether it be for yourself, whether it be for a higher purpose, whether it be to create a business, whether it be to heal trauma, finding that person that helps you discover your energy, your understanding of it, the way you navigate it, the way you're going to overcome it, the way to challenge you so that you can achieve your achievements is so vital in your growth because we all learn, we all feel, we all do things differently. And sure, there may be some similar structures and principles to that, but it's still very different. Like with working with you, um, when we're doing energy readings versus spirit readings, right? You could predominantly feel the way someone feels living, right? But then when you're connecting with spirit, you may see more visuals. You may see more of a different thing. You may know more than you do feel. And so in navigating that, it's a very similar principle to life, right? Figuring out and navigating your own energy is like one of the most incredible foundational things that you can do because we hear this term of like, trust yourself and do this thing and do it this way. And you know, this is your goals that you should achieve. But it's like, if that's not actually the goals that you want to achieve, if that's not actually the way that you feel and the way that you understand and navigate things, then that program that you're taking isn't actually going to help you to get to where you want to go. Yeah, you're so right. And I think it's just for me, I don't know why this is a terrible example, but I feel like <laughs> me doing something somebody else's way is like slapping God in the face. Like for me, I believe in God, believe in the universe. I believe it's all one. I believe that we all have gifts. We all have a message. We all have a purpose here. And trying to do life like somebody else is really doing yourself a disservice, but it's also like telling God, like, I don't, I'm not appreciative of the gifts that the message and the way that I'm meant to show up here. So yeah, I feel like we all have a different thing and different way to share it. And that's what makes us beautiful and original. And that's what puts us in our power is when we allow ourselves to show up in the way that means the most to us and that we feel like is important and feels good to us. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. We all have different gifts. We all channel those gifts differently. We all share and express those gifts differently. So the best way to have a happy life is to fully be and share and show up in the way that you want to. That's where I feel like a lot of our power comes from or can be taken away from. Yeah, absolutely. And for someone right now who's really starting to dabble in or maybe is um, somewhat of a moderate level of experience with personal growth, development, all those things, what is some, a piece of advice that you would offer them into their next stage of their development and growth? So if somebody's new to personal development, what advice would I give them for yeah. like their, their next step? Yeah. I mean, this I think is the most common thing, but it's really, really, really what I believe. It's that I think that mentorship is really important and mentorship doesn't need to mean investing in a private coach that, you know, that's a few thousand dollar investment. It could mean picking a couple people online that you admire and diving fully into all of their freebies and paying attention to what they're doing online. And um, for me, it just looks like finding somebody that resonates with you, that you 
have the same values as, right? We want to really get ourselves aligned with people who have the same values as us. So it's finding somebody, it could be an aunt, an uncle, it could be somebody that you admire and look to. And if you don't have that in your, in your uh, close proximity, maybe you can find that online and social media has helped us so much with that. Um, find somebody that you can really resonate with who has the life that you want to have, whether it be the business or the the financial freedom or the relationship life or whatever it is that means something and is important to you in your season of your life and success leaves clues. So, and whatever success means to you. So just pay attention to how they're doing things differently. Try things out, be open to experimenting with the way that other people are doing something and make it your own. So if somebody's new to personal development and they're just starting to read the books and the podcast, I would say take it a step further and have somebody who can support you or hold you accountable. It could be a friend who has a career that they feel really good about and they could mentor you into like figuring out how to get a promotion. It doesn't have to mean a coach. It could mean finding somebody who believes in you more than you believe in yourself. Somebody who's willing to be honest and challenge you. Somebody who may be two steps ahead of you in whatever area of life that you want to be improved, that you want to improve in. And being open to feedback, being open to looking at things more closely and just implement what you're learning. Something I see so often, and I was guilty of as well, is just constantly consuming things, but not applying those things and not trying it out. So if you're new to personal development, you're listening to this, I want to encourage you to, to take advantage of the resources, but, but apply them, but like take the things that you probably already have, maybe a course or a book that has a worksheet in it or something, and just start really applying some of the concepts because you, I'm all about action. I do believe in the mindset and the spirituality, but for me, what's made the biggest difference is messy action, putting myself out there and really learning as I go, falling in my face, picking myself back up and be like, okay, I'm going to do this again. So you just got to keep trying. And so Personal development doesn't have to look a certain way. So it's letting go of the expectations that it has to be every day. You wake up at 5 a.m. and you meditate for three hours and then you eat a clean ass breakfast and a green smoothie and then you go for a seven mile hike. I'm like, who has time for this? You know? like, it just looks whatever. Like by the time you're done with your morning routine, it's 10 o'clock at night and then you got to do your evening routine and then you don't go to bed. So, <laughs> so it's finding for me, it would be uh, finding somebody who – you trust somebody who uh, challenges you because it's not just about praising you for all the things you're doing right. A really great coach and mentor will tell you where you can grow and where you can do things differently. And somebody who you trust and believe in that. And then um, really starting to utilize and practice some of the things that you're learning instead of just being constantly consuming new things and having what we call like shiny object syndrome where there's like, oh, there's a new thing. Oh, there's a new thing. Really take the time to integrate, to infuse, and to um, really like analyze and really evaluate what is working. What do I like about what this person does? I'm going to get rid of the rest of the things that I don't and making it your own. It's like finding the purpose, the perfect, perfect recipe. Like my grandmother used to make the most amazing meatballs and she followed a recipe at the beginning, but then she, over time, kind of like you and I, because we're rebellious, she made her own recipe. So it's starting with the framework of something that somebody has done that's worked well, but over time, making it your own, knowing that that's probably going to be where the best juice comes from is from your own creativity, from your own implementation and from your own evaluation of what you like about it and what you don't. Oh my God. I love all of that because that was exactly my journey in the beginning was I 
found a couple of people that I resonated with and I didn't have the money. I didn't have the money to invest. I didn't have the money for courses. I barely had the money for books. So I binged on podcasts and I found a couple of people on Instagram who had free resources to learn from. And in the beginning, what I was finding, and this was like three years ago now, was a lot of cookie cutter type of like, this is what I've done. You can do this too. This is what I've done. You can do too. And so I would take what I would learn from that one person. And when I felt like I had gotten enough, I would just literally only implement what I enjoyed. And what I didn't like, I would find someone else, learn one or two things from them and implement that into my techniques and strategies of my own growth. And over time, what I started to realize is that there is no one way. If you can find someone to teach you, whether it is through a podcast, a book, through a mentorship, through a coach, an aunt, an uncle, right? You take what you like from other people and you apply it to your own life and truly apply it, not just like, okay, I am gonna do a 30 minute practice every day. It's like, no, like if that doesn't work for you, what does? Like, is five minutes of coffee in the morning work? Great, that's your morning routine. That's all it has to be, right? It's the intention that we set in the things that we do, especially for ourselves, that allows us to grow. And if we're just always consuming, if we're always finding other people, if we're getting the next coach or the next best thing, and you're not actually taking that time to navigate what actually works with you, then you're kind of just all over the place, hopefully, like hopefully wanting to land on a spot at some point in the future of where you want to be, right? So when I started doing this, taking and learning from so many different people to navigate and figure out what works best for me with the intention of figuring out what works best for me. Like I didn't want to be like Jenny. I didn't want to be like Susan. I didn't want to be like this. I wanted to figure out what was for me. And the more that I did that, the more that I learned, the more that I did consume, but also implemented was my ability to get to the position that I'm in today now, three years later, a lot farther along than where I started, where I can now invest in the coach. I can now invest in the courts. I do have tangible things that I get to put into this world to not only feel fulfilled within myself, but also to help other people do it too. So um, I think that's so important the way that you shared that. And it doesn't have to be one thing it doesn't have like it could be an aunt it could be a friend and it does it has to be someone who believes in you more than you believe in yourself because if you're going to your best friend who's in a similar mentality as you she's not going to know how to challenge you she's not going to know how to give you feedback she's not going to know how to give you advice that is that relates to where you're at or where you want to go right it's going to be very much in that linear space of where you already are so i love that mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. For you, in the direction now, so we're obviously in COVID-19 world right now, on the other side of this, where do you feel people's um, energy and attention is going to be going? So this in two parts. One, where do you see programs are going to be shifting and changing? And two, where do you find people's energy and attention is going to be going after we're finally able to go back into the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to answer it. What comes up for me, and I want to answer the energy piece first, because I think that leads into where the programs are going to go. Yep. So where I think people's energy are going to go is number one, I think we're all going to kind of appreciate life a little bit more because it takes sometimes us losing everything to appreciate everything. You know, like for me, I live solo and I moved to a new apartment in San Diego. Like I miss hugs. I miss somebody sitting next to me watching a movie 
hanging out with me. It's just the small little things that I, I think sometimes we take for granted. And so I think that people's energy and attention is really going to shift to going back to the small things and that including wellness. I think with this, um, this pandemic happening and everybody seeing how important sunlight is and walks are and um, taking care of their body and boosting their immunity and spending time with family. I really think that our attention is going to be so much more focused on health and well-being. So I think, you know, some really great all-stars in this space are going to be life and health coaches, all, all the people who are just helping people enhance their sense of well-being. Um, I think that that's going to be part of the program piece, but I also feel like spirituality. I think that a lot of, because of this, this space of uncertainty, um, we don't have much to rely on. We don't know what's going to happen and sure we can all predict, but as I was saying on the training I did earlier today, it's like we are God, like you, we aren't the universe. We don't get to decide how this goes. We get to decide how we respond to it and what we do and how we take care of ourselves in the process. But we really don't have control over that. So I think what we're realizing here is, you know, churches are really blowing up um, and people connecting to their faith and to themselves is really going to be where I think a lot of people's focus shifts because when you don't have uncertainty, you try to control. And that's what people are doing. They're trying to control their environment, trying to control their schedules, trying to predict everything. And that's where anxiety and stress comes from. So the only way that we can really get through this with our sanity, and I think what will happen on the other side of this is what if you have some sort of faith, you don't have to believe in God, you don't have to believe in the universe, but do you believe that, that everything will be okay? Do you have hope that there's something that's supporting you, that you are going to be led, that everything is going to be okay? So even if you don't believe in a power force greater than you, can you at least believe in yourself? Can you have faith in your power? Can you have faith in your co-creation ability? in whatever capacity that looks like. So I think it's going to be a combination of we're just going to be more grateful for things. I think health and wellness is going to be a main priority for a lot of people because they realize that without health and wellness, we can't really function. We're seeing that like the pandemic, we're seeing that unfortunately the people with low immunity levels are being really impacted with this, you know? So I think that that's going to be an important piece. And I also think spirituality and faith connection to something greater connection to ourselves is going to be a really big focus. So that's the direction that I think people are going and, and I'm hoping that their attention is going to be on, but I also kind of predict based on everything that's been happening. Um, and then I think in terms of programs, I think they're going to be related to that. I think it's going to be interesting to see from a non-business standpoint, but something I think about often like schools, are schools going to go online now because they can't, they're probably not going to go to school the rest of the year. Are more companies just going to let people work from home now um, and just work remotely and have that option. I think, and something I'm kind of excited about and what will be interesting to see is companies, um, schools, and just a bunch of stuff kind of going online and how we navigate that. So I, I love the in-person stuff and I hope that they don't take all that away, but I think our society is kind of shifting more to online. And so that's a great opportunity for people who are online business owners who have something to sell. So you don't have to be a coach or consultant. I mean, you can sell you can buy product on Amazon without ever touching it and sell it and be an Amazon distributor. Yeah. If you look, most of the people who sell on Amazon, it's not necessarily Amazon. It's an Amazon, um, it's an Amazon like third party person who doesn't have to touch any of the product, right? They do like drop shipping and things like that. So I think that the programs and opportunities are what's going to happen on the other side of this is it's going to be 
a really great way for people to connect. I think a lot of programs and are going to be created through what I was saying before, where everybody's energy is shifting is through life coaching, health and wellness, spirituality. I think people are going to care more about their sense of well-being. Um, and I think that people are going to look for more opportunities to diversify their income because as you're noticing here with, if people lose their job, what do they do? Um, they don't, they may not have as entrepreneurs, we're taught like have seven streams of income. Right. And I, I believe in that. I think of diversifying your income so that if one isn't doing well, you have all these other pieces. So I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of education around finances, which is part of the other piece that I didn't mention with the attention is on finances. I think if people are going to start thinking about their long-term future, do they have a safety net? Um, I think that we're just going to start thinking about how to diversify our energy and how to um, really make sure that we are supported in a time of need because I think a lot of people with all this happening were not prepared for this. So it's really prioritizing. Um, it's knowing that we can have all, all the things the luxury, the traveling, all that, but also preparing for a rainy day in, a, in, in with this things like this happening. I think it's just bringing more awareness that holy crap, like things like this can't happen. Let's be more prepared. So the programs that are going to do really successful are going to be focused on those things that I've mentioned, which are going to be finance, um, health and well-being, spirituality. And I think a lot of things are going to be going online. So it's going to be really cool to see people being able to work from home and maybe spend some more time with their family. It's going to be cool to see people create different income streams and diversify um, their financial portfolio. It's going to be really cool to see um, how we're able to connect without having to be physically in person with people and how creative people are going to get. Because I think in desperation breeds creativity. And so if you are in a space where you're like your back's up against the wall, sometimes that's when the most creative ideas come. And so it's not a bad thing that we're in a position right now where we're kind of like freaking out about what to do. It's getting grounded and doing and like really paying attention to your energy, but also getting really resourceful. That's why when people invest in coaching, a lot of times they have the most exponential results even before they start coaching with the person is because they've burned the boats. They no longer have that, that excuse or that um, easy way out. They have to do the thing. And so right now we're in a space where people's back are against the wall and hopefully they're taking care of themselves and managing their health and well-being. And so through this, I think a lot of things are going to happen. I mean, I think some of the most amazing inventions happened because we weren't able to continue to do life the way that we were. So with this space, with things not working as they are, we have to really get creative with how to connect, how to bring in income, how to support people, how to show up for ourselves and how to continue to um, have meaningful relationships and connection. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, that all that all not only feels like in such alignment, but there's also so much that you share that is important to be paying attention to and aware within yourself. Like if you are someone who's backed against the wall right now, how resourceful can you truly get? And that was like me when after two and a half years of going through everything with my husband and my son, we had no money, we had no nothing, we had no careers to fall on. We thankfully had a landlord. Universe presented us with this incredible landlord who wasn't going to hinder us or kick us out. We got to live here. We still live here. And I had to get resourceful, not only for myself, because I am someone who's not going to sit at home and just raise my children all day. Like, I love that idea, but I need something else. Like, I can't just be yeah. that nurturing person. Like, that's just not in me. Um, but I get to do that while also fulfilling a sense of purpose within something else in my life that's just mine. I was also having to find and discover a way to eventually 
get my husband to be home full time so that he didn't have to go out and do a laborious job with a heart condition because that just doesn't even make sense. But yet people are backed into that position every single day, especially if you face traumatic health circumstances or diagnoses where you have to, you have to go to these jobs because there's no other way to sustain your lifestyle other than to make money because you need money to pay for things. And so in this time where jobs are literally being canceled and people are being forced to be home, we're having so much more time to navigate what we want that next stage to look like for us. And especially if you don't have a job right now, you have all the time in the world to start really getting resourceful and digging in your heels to figure that out for you because it is, it truly is about multiple streams of income. Um, one of my favorite people to listen to is Chris Harder. And he always talks about how um, you have to build your lifestyle and your income based on if one income stream is to leave from your life, your lifestyle does not change. And so that was something that I took to heart very early on in learning to navigate that. And I tested the world of MLMs, multi-level marketing companies, and I'm not knocking them by any means. I love them. I use Young Living products all the time. But selling someone else's product, again, that rebellion side of me didn't want, I didn't want to sell someone else's product. I wanted to do something that was mine, right? So it's like, I tested it. I trialed it. It wasn't for me. I figured something else. And this, what I do and what I teach is navigating, figuring out from like, you like you already have this power within you you do this too you teach people to find and discover and to understand the power that is within them and then going out into the world and creating something a service and offer an experience based on that so i love what you shared because it is it's so vital to understand but it's also very vital to start like planning and strategizing around as well Okay, I have two last questions for you <laughs> before we seal out our day with each other. Um, one, um, you are a beautiful client of mine, and I'm so grateful to be working and teaching you all the things about your energy and intuition. And so for you, what is um, one of the, uh, what is your experience with really learning your intuition? and How has that affected your life in a positive or negative way? Well, I can say for sure that it hasn't been a negative way. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, like, let's approach this without bias. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that, but that's what I love about you is you're, you're so humble in what you teach, knowing that like you are such a vessel for transformation. But I, I love that you own it, but you also know that it, it's bigger than you, right? Like, it's not like I help this person. It's like my gifts that I am grateful for to have are able to connect with this person and help this person. So, um, yeah, I have absolutely loved working with you. Not to, not just to, for what your gifts are, but for who you are, because there's a lot of really qualified people who have amazing spiritual gifts, but aren't grounded in humility, um, have their ego driving seat, you know, like in the driver's seat, and do it from a very egotistical or um, an authoritative place of like, you have to learn it like this, or you have to do this, or um, just the way that they teach it isn't grounded in my, the same values that I have. And so you are an incredible light of, of person. Not only are you really gifted, but you, but I think what differentiates you out of people that I've seen online, like why I wanted to work with you is because of the person that you are. And that's, it's rare that I think you find both somebody who is very gifted, but also somebody who realizes 
um, how to use that gift for good and not make it about them. So I'll, that's like part of your character. And then Thank also <laughs> in how we, you're so welcome. You deserve to hear it. And um, so what's been truly so incredible working with you, it's impacted my life and exponentially um, in everything that I do. There hasn't been anything negative at all. Um, so in working with you, I have been able to totally tap into not only my intuition, but the energy of my clients. And then also now working with you and learning mediumship. So to be able to connect with spirit on the other side, which has been like, I get tears in my eyes thinking that at any moment in time that I've always been able to connect to family members who have crossed over, but that I didn't know how. And so being able to have that gift for me, because I don't imagine, I don't imagine at this point that I will do sessions with that gift. I imagine that it'll just enhance my current practice and toolbox of what I already have. So working with you to be able to tap into my intuition has helped me show up more powerfully in my business because I trust myself with my programs. I trust myself with the guidance and support that I'm giving my clients. I trust myself to make decisions that, because I'm a, I feel right. Like that's my gift is like, I have, you know, clear cognizant, like I feel like no. And so for me, deciding to move to San Diego without having any rhyme or reason and do move into this apartment and just trust myself, not only in my personal life, but in my business and being able to make those decisions a lot more confident without having to need the evidence and just being so much more powerful. In my decision-making as an entrepreneur is so crucial because as business owners, we have so many decisions we have to make. We have so many people that we need to lead and show up for. So for me, really understanding my decision-making power, my ability, my, gifts and being able to lead better with that energy has been so exponential in the way that I've been able to manage my team and then connecting with my clients and being able to tap into their energy and knowing when things are off because as a former counselor and a coach, your clients don't always articulate when things are not right. Um, sometimes they feel like they're a burden. Sometimes they're embarrassed about sharing. Sometimes they, um, they just don't want to or whatever rhyme or reason it is, your clients may not always share with you why they are something's wrong or whatever. So not only do I have the clinical training to be able to pick up on body language, but now pairing that with intuition and being able to just pick on that person's energy and really just art, like communicate with them about that has enhanced the relationship with my clients because I feel so much closer to them and they feel so much closer to me. So it's created a deeper safe space because um, my clients know that I see them and I see them on a very powerful level. So I think to some extent they might be like, it like makes them feel, it makes them feel so much more connected to me and that makes me excited. So it's just helped me with my coaching relationships and, de and, um, deepening my relationships with my clients and also me coaching more powerfully because I pick up on things faster and I trust myself because I have that intuition piece to be able to guide deeper. And then, um, I think just with the gift with mediumship, like my, I have no living grandparents and I've had friends who have passed away from drugs and alcohol at an early age. And so I have a deeper sense of spirituality and peace with living this lifetime, knowing that there is another side and that at any point in time I can connect and that I, I'm not like afraid of death. Like I know that that's like, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm not afraid of that because I know on the other side um, and I even like felt my heart open a little bit when I said that, which is, you know, like I'm paying attention more to my body, but I feel like I'm not afraid of death. I feel like I'm not, I'm just so much more 
powerful in what I'm doing and what I'm here to do because I'm not afraid to like live. I'm not afraid to be bold. I'm not afraid to do certain things anymore because I'm just like, I have so much certainty that this is what I'm here to do and who I'm here to help. And that on the other side of this is another realm, is another life. And that there are people who are supporting us and living like over there trying to communicate with us if we just allow ourselves to be open. So it makes me, it, I was a little bummed when like I realized that I had this gift the whole time. So that would be like the only negative thing is I realized that like what you, you don't know what you don't know. But at the same time, now that I know, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so grateful that I have this ability, that I have this gift, that not only can I communicate with my spirit guides and my family members who have crossed over, um, but I can also, if I choose to share that gift with other people. And I can tell you firsthand, like with the work, like I've done sessions with you, um, for mediumship and have, you know, done family member sessions with you as well. Um, having that, that confirmation, having that comfort of knowing that your loved one is on the other side and is safe and is still in your life supporting you is a gift. I think more powerful than nearly anything that we could ever create, because I really believe that our, the power of our relationships determines the power of our life. Because when you do have loved ones who have passed, even if you have family members or friends who have passed where there was unresolved tension or there was circumstances that were negative, to be able to sit in a meditation and understand and trust that you are connecting with them and create that resolution within yourself, right? Or just to connect with them because you love them and you miss them or to trust that when they come to you in your dreams that it is a visitation, it's not just a dream, a figment of your imagination is one of the most incredibly powerful tools that we truly should be taught from a very young age. And children do this all the time when they're like, oh, grandpa's standing in the corner, he's here, we're laughing, we're playing, right? And then people tend to dismiss it. Oh, that's so cute, or oh, that's funny. And then they learn and they grow up to think like, oh, that's an imagination. Oh, that's not real. Oh, or some people are very fearful of that. And so they project that onto their child and that child grows up feeling anxiety when it comes to energy. So as an adult, having more emotional recognition and understanding and being able to tap into this in a conscious way of understanding, you look back on all these experiences that you've had, or you look into the future of all the more experiences that you will have with a deeper understanding, and you feel truly so powerful in where you are, and that even ties back to alignment. You feel more aligned in your life. You feel more in control without that restriction or limitation. You feel things like abundance getting to just flow within your life, so... Yeah, I love that. I'm so grateful that we've been able to work together. It has been such an honor to continue to work with you and to create a friendship out of this. And, and I love that so, so yeah. much. I feel right. the same girlfriend. <laughs> love it. Well, thank you so, so much for being with us and sharing all your wisdom and your insight today with us. Um, it is an honor to have you here and for you to share your time. So thank you so much, Krista. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And if you just want to take a minute to let everyone know how they can find you, how they can come and work with you if they feel called. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me mostly on Instagram. That's my jam. It's Carissa Johnson, Johnson with an E. Um, that's also my website. That's also my name on Facebook. Um, I got really creative with diversifying my, all my URLs. <laughs> it's all the same. You can find me in all the places. And, um, at this point, I, I'm not taking on any more private clients, but I will be continuing to offer some lower level programs and things like that for people who, especially considering the climate that we're in right now, who maybe don't have the resources. So right now, one of the focus and program I'm building out right now 
is um, creating offers and things like that. So um, I'll drop, we can drop my website and then people yeah. can just, you know, go over there. I have a ton of free resources for people. I also have a podcast called Freedom Designers. Um, so that's an amazing resource as well for people who aren't ready to invest. And um, yeah, come hang out with me. Come message me if you follow me uh, or if you find me from this podcast, I'd love to connect. And um, I'm a human, you know what I mean? Like I like to be social on social media. So I definitely respond to all my comments. <laughs> so just come hang out. Let me know that you, um, you found me from this podcast and I'd be happy to connect with you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'll put all your stuff in the show notes so you guys can go definitely check her out. And yeah, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been such an honor. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> all right. Take care. Have a wonderful day. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode. She gave so many tangible, valuable tips and tools. Um, you can find all her information in the show notes. And I wanted to remind you as well that this is the last seven days for you to sign up for Spirit University. It is a four-month program that is going to teach you how to not only connect with your own senses in the way that you connect with them, but teach you how to tailor messages, to share them with clients, to create healing in other people's lives, and to build a conscious business that is aligned and branded to you. As of right now, which is two days before you will hear this, there is nine spots available. So go check it out. I'm only taking on 13 people for this program for this round because I want it to be a very high touch experience for you where you truly get my full undivided attention. So go check it out. The link is in the notes. You can also find it at rileyjune.ca forward slash spirit university. And I will see you next week for another amazing intuitive podcast. Take care. Thank you for spending your time with me in this week's episode. I would love and appreciate it so much if you could share this with one person that you truly feel could take away something great and divine. It is my absolute promise to always bring you the best of value, the deepest connections, and the insight and golden nuggets for you to be able to take away in your day. Reviews are always welcomed. And if you'd like to connect further with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Riley June, R-Y-L-E-E, -E, June as in the month, or at RileyJune.ca. Either way, I love and appreciate you and your time.